imagine how incredible you'd be a year from now if you'd stop fantasizing about a better life and actually start building one. Think about that for a second, because today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and why they are nonsense. And I know you have the best intentions for them, but let's be honest, you never come through with these goals. So let's talk on this episode number five of this journey called life. We're going to be talking about how would you like to be remembered at the end of your life? We're going to talk about the seven areas of importance in your life for goal setting. And we're going to talk about smart goal setting and how to use the Eisenberg matrix. So if you're excited about this, because I am, let's get this ball rolling. And just a quick announcement before we start to apologize because I realized just now that I've been saying the right name wrong. It's not Eisenberg, it's Eisenhower Matrix. Eisen fucking Hauer. Oh God, I don't know how that happened, but I'm not recording that whole podcast again. So I apologize in advance and enjoy the podcast. Fearless. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your new favorite podcast on motivation, psychology, life coaching, self-development, emotional intelligence, everything you need to know to become the best version of yourselves. If you find some insights, if you get some value out of this podcast, please subscribe and make sure you share it with your friends and family so they can get the value too. Let's get the party started. Right on. Let's get into this new episode. And let's talk about New Year's resolutions because it's around the corner and I know most of you already are planning for next year, which I don't get because my question to you would be, why are you waiting until January 1st to start something you could be starting today? Is it because someone told you that January is a new year and that means you're going to change magically or something's going to magically happen for you? Is it going to be somehow different? Uh, you know, the you from a few days from now, 25 days from now, is it going to be somehow different than who you are today? Or what's the point? That's what I don't really understand. Well, I do. But I don't want to go too hard on you today. But I will. I will because sometimes, you know, how real friends are the ones who tell you what you don't want to hear, but you have to. Right. Instead of just telling you and sweetening like things and making you feel better, but that's not gonna help you. Not gonna help you because you're gonna stay on the same path and just gonna put a bandaid on that terrible, horrible injury that you have. So let's get into the details about this and New Year's resolution. I'm just gonna jump. I'm just gonna jump straight into why people fail with New Year's resolutions to a point that I don't even, it doesn't even make sense that people still make these New Year's resolutions because they never, or at least 90% of the times, they just don't come through with them. 
And the reason for this is because they, uh, these are not goals for you know, new, the new year, of the year to come. These are only dreams and things they would like to have, they would like to change, but that they don't really want to. Remember um, that you're going to change or change is going to come after or once the desire of change is greater than the desire to remain the same. And changing is hard. This is why people fail, because changing is it's, it's so, so hard that people just quit and rather stay in the comfort zone and be like, oh, well, I kind of try. Uh, this is not too bad. And it's sad. It's sad. But I know you're different. You listening to this podcast, you're different and you've decided to change, and you're actually going to take action this time and make things happen, right? Of course you are. So in order to make this happen, let's get into a parting shift and create a greater vision, a life vision of who you want to be, who you want to become. And my question here for you is, how would you like to be remembered? Imagine that after you pass away and your family is around your, you know, at the cemetery, at your grave and when you're getting buried and all of that, what it's going to be on your tombstone written there. And remember, here is when everything gets interesting because the, your family are not, or your close friends, if someone's making a speech, they're not going to talk about your nice car or your nice house, or how much money you got, or any of that stuff, your nice watch, or you know, anything of that, like the trips that you made, none of that matters once you're gone. They're going to talk about who you were as a person, and how you contributed to the world, and the impact you made around the people who were close to you. Oh, shit. It's kind of scary to think about that, isn't it? So I want you to think, how would you like to be remembered? And, for example, for me, I would like to be remembered as a caring, loving um, husband and father, and maybe grandfather as well, because I want to have a family. But I also want to be remembered as someone generous who was always trying to help people become the best versions of themselves, try to um, contribute to research. For example, one of the uh, charities that I'm involved right now is the fight against lupus and arthritis. Um, so, and you know, in the future, I want to start my own foundation and help different. You know, diseases that are out there and different things. Um, so, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I would like to be remembered, right? As someone generous and some, someone kind, caring, loving, someone who was able to make a difference and who actually, like, genuinely wanted to help people become better and live a better life. So it's not about what you have or what you do you know, with, the, with your job, no one's going to be like, oh, well, he was a CEO of this and that. No one fucking cares. It's about what you, who you are and how you impact the people around you 
And nowadays with social media, it's pretty much who you impact out there could be millions of people. So I want you to start thinking really because once you determine how you want to be remembered, you have to align your core values and core beliefs with this goal. You know, what we like to do with uh, the strategic life coaching is based on results. And we like to start with the end in mind first. So by thinking of this greater vision of your life, you're going to have to align those core beliefs and values in order to be able to create that future for yourself and the ones around you. So that's an exercise that I think it would be worth giving it a, a few minutes, thinking about it and writing it down. After that, let's talk real quick about the seven areas of importance for goal setting because we have seven areas of importance that are going to determine your goals and where you want to improve. The first one is the social and family relationships, right? What are your goals with this? Is your communication in point? Is your, you, do you have strong relationships? Is there enough trust? How are your social and family relationships? Do you have any goals about this? Have you thought about this? How important is this in your life? The second one is career and educational aspirations. So where are you going? How's your career? What's your job? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you working for a company? Where are, your, where are you heading? What are your goals? What about educational aspirations? Are you planning on getting more education, taking certifications, courses? Is this important to you, learning more things, getting certified, or just you know, reading books, learning? How many books a month do you read or listen to with you know, like audiobooks? Um, are you learning constantly? Is this important to you? It should be. Number three is money and personal finances. How? Oh, boy, let's talk about the money. Nowadays, that's the biggest thing that comes, like, with goals with everyone and with my clients. Like, money, I need to make more money. I need more money. I mean, to start my business and make more money. And, okay, that's fine. We all like money. Money is actually an enabler and lets you... It allows you to do a lot of things that without it, you just wouldn't be able. And this includes helping people, right? So what are your money goals and personal finances? Do you have a budget? Do you uh, separate personal finances from business? Do you have an investment account, savings, another saving account maybe for like a rainy day so you don't have to take money out of your savings for anything that wasn't expected. How are you budgeting and managing your personal finances and your families? What are your goals with that? Number four, physical health, recreation, and leisure. What about your hobbies? Are you giving yourself enough time to enjoy those hobbies and just have that time for yourself to do something you enjoy and it's just nice? How about your physical health? Do you exercise at all? Hit the gym, play some sport, go cycle? What do you do for your physical health? This is really important because a lot of people don't uh, really seem to understand that there's 
a huge link and codependency with the body and mind. If your body is not healthy, if it's not operating adequately, your mind is not gonna work, it's not gonna work 100% either. So you might wanna consider throwing that into your goals. And of course, most people do with New Year's resolutions, right? I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, 25 pounds, 10 pounds, I'm, just, I'm gonna get jacked, I'm gonna get that booty, whatever it is. But after two weeks of motivation and you don't see the results that you want because you're expecting magic results, not realistic results, and you don't really have goals uh, set up properly and a plan, and even if you have a plan, you have no patience because you don't have the right guidance, and what happens? Oh, I'll start in February, you know, that's fine. That's the real start, and, you know, the year goes by, and that's another year, another goal that you just can't seem to check the box. Number five is life's routines and responsibilities. What about those responsibilities that are just, you know, not really fun to do, but are things that you have to? Is there a way you can improve in that? How about time management? Are you really efficient managing those tasks? Are you giving the, the, the appropriate time for that? And are you being smart about those tasks and things? Could you delegate some of those? We're going to talk about that with the Heisenberg matrix as well and how to be efficient and effective managing tasks and responsibilities and prioritizing. Number six, giving back to society and contribution. What are you doing for other people, for someone else out there? What are you doing to help and make an impact and make this world a better place? Are you giving back to the community? Is this important to you at all? Do you think it matters? Hmm, it would be worth it to think, to think about this, right? Um, the last one, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Ah, where are your core beliefs aligned with the mental, emotional, and spiritual health? What do you think about this? What about, what about emotional intelligence? Have you learned anything about this? How to communicate effectively some leadership skills? How about how to deal with, with people? Are you, do you have a fixed mindset? Or are you willing to listen and improve on yourself with all these skills and go through and get some, sometimes we need some help and other perspective in order for this mental and emotional and spiritual health because we tend to have the wrong beliefs that have been haunting us for a long time and sometimes we don't even know why we have this kind of, and how this gets reflected is, of course, insecurities, right? And from insecurities, oh man, oh man, it's a shitstorm. When shit hits the fan, everything goes in a downward spiral. If you don't have this in the right place, your mental and emotional and spiritual health is so, so important. <sighs> are you giving this the importance? Have you thought about this? What are you doing to improve these seven areas of your life? I bet you've probably never thought about this and just 
you know, sit down and think of, okay, these are all the different things that I want to improve and how each of these categories are going to affect your life, right? Because usually, what are the New Year's resolution most common? Traveling. I'm going to travel more, right? I'm going to lose weight or get in shape. I'm going to make more money or get a better job. What else? Honestly, I don't... That's, those are the biggest three that I hear all the time. Or make some changes. I'm going to stop smoking or drinking or something like that, like, have, like quitting a bad habit. But then again, it lasts for two weeks. And then we go back to square one for another 11 months. So you might want to consider that. How about once you have some goals in mind for, one, for each of these specific areas and categories in your life, how are you setting goals? How are you supposed to set these goals, right? So the smart goal setting is where we're going to critique and analyze our best intentions so that we can become more effective and smart making progress. Because remember, as a strategic life coach with my clients, we are results-oriented. So we start with the end in mind first. So when we want to make sure that, okay, we have a goal and from there, we follow a process in order to achieve that goal within a certain period of time. So how we create these programs or these plans or blueprints are, first, we go specific, right? We want to ask with our vision, what is the goal, how we want to accomplish that goal, and why? And that's the most important part, the why, because if your why is not strong enough, and it's not authentic, and it's not something that you really, really, really want to do and achieve, it's going to be hard as fuck. You know, it's already going to be hard, and if you're not being authentic to yourself, and you're just, you're just doing it for someone else's sake, because, oh, I want to do this, because then they are going to think better about me, or I want to, you know, they're going to have a better impression about me, or because of, you know, whatever, whoever else is going to think about me. If you're doing that, I'm going to guarantee you're going to fail. And even if you succeed, you're going to fail because you're going to be miserable because you're achieving that goal for someone else and not for yourself. Ah, how about that? It's worth giving that a thought, eh? Now, once we get specific with the why, what, and how, remember the how is we're going to create a plan for that, right? So... We get a goal, we kind of know how, and most importantly, we have to know why we want to do what we want to do. From there, we want to make sure it's measurable. We want to be able to measure the progress because that's one of the biggest things that are going to set people right up for failure. Not being able to measure your goal and your results for a given period of time, you're going to just get depressed, right? Because you're going to see a progress. Progress is what actually makes us, makes us happy and gives us that fulfillment of purpose and just that passion and just excitement because we're making progress, we're getting better. It's not that the goal in itself, like, yeah, sure, it's going to be great to achieve the goal, but once we, once we start making progress and get closer to our goal, that's what drives the passion and excitement and motivation, right? So, for example, with fitness, once we, you start seeing results, and you've heard this from millions of people, once you start seeing results, 
you don't want to stop and you just keep going. But what happens when you don't see results? Right? When it's been two weeks and you're not already shredded, you don't look like Arnold, you're going to be like, well, there's no progress. This is not what I want. Fuck it. And you just quit. So that's the importance of in fitness, right? The right diet, exercise program, having the right expectations being explained to you what to expect, right? That, that's why I say to my clients, to my fitness clients, for the first three weeks, forget about weighting yourself, forget about how you look and checking in every day how you look. You're going to take a picture from day one, register your weight from day one, and from there, I don't even want you to look at yourself in the mirror for three weeks. And then we take a picture and check on the weight and you'll see the progress. But you have to be able to do that for three weeks and keep the same passion and motivation in mind that you had in day one because you know how you are in day one, right? Yes, I'm going to do this and I'm just going to nail this and slay this fucking goal and just go all out, do three hours of cardio and weights and eat nothing but carrots and celery, and that fades away in what, three days maybe? You know, by the end of the second week, you're all drained and you don't see the results and you're just like, fuck this, right? So you, have, you need to have a good plan if you need any advice or suggestions or a fitness plan, nutrition, workout plan, you can reach out to me on my social media at the one Rod Silva. You can find me anywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under that username. And I can help you out for sure. Now, once our goals are, you know, we, we know they're measurable and how we're going to measure progress, you have to be honest here, right? Like Grant Cardone says, like, I hate when people say you need to have realistic goals. It's not about having realistic goals or not, but making sure they are achievable, Right? And, within, and this works within the whole frame, the five steps for smart goals. You have to be, make sure and be aware and just be honest with yourself and be like, this needs to be achievable. And that's why sometimes you need help. And an expert, going back to this, you know, like the fitness is like the best example out there I can think of. Because uh, maybe you, you want to lose 20 pounds in one month. But if you go to a health coach, uh, a nutritionist, they're going to tell you, no, maybe you can lose 10 pounds during the first month. And the 20 pounds you want to lose is going to take you like around three months. Then you know what to expect and you're going to adjust your expectations to that instead of just going all out to what you think or you want just to happen. But you have no idea or no experience whatsoever. And that's why a lot of people set themselves to fail. So you want to make sure it's achievable, right? From there, once again, you want to make sure it's result-focused. Like I said, we work for results and based on results and focused on results. It's not about what happened before, why you failed. Those are, those are things that you know, we can take in consideration. But after putting that on the side and being like analyzing that, okay, everything from this moment forward is going to be result-focused and the positive and the goal. Nothing negative, none on that shit, results focused, staying positive, and we're going to, you know, focus on those results that are relevant to you. So once again, we're going to analyze here if it's something that 
genuinely matters to you and if it aligns with the other goals you're pursuing. So, and you have to make this a priority, right? We're going to talk about that again uh, with the Heisenberg matrix that's coming right now after this last part of the five-step smart goal setting and it's time-bound. You want to make sure that you give this a time frame, that you want to achieve this within a time frame because that's going to make you do it and just keeping track and keep you accountable, right? So as you can see, all of these work together, starting with the why, right? You want to make sure that your why is strong enough so you can do that and that it's achievable, the goal, within a certain time frame so you can create a blueprint and you can measure those steps of progress and create those milestones so you know you're making progress and you're getting closer to your goal. So as you are seeing results over time, you know, weeks maybe, then you're going to know you're getting closer to your goal. And therefore, if your goals are aligned with your core values and beliefs and you're being authentic about it, you're going to get there, right? So, But you need to make sure all of these things are in place. Now, let's talk about the Heisenberg matrix. And what is that? It's a simple chart where you're going to prioritize, right? And this is because with your goals, you're going to have short-term goals, medium and long-term goals, and things that you want you have to do maybe on a daily basis, things that need to get done on a weekly basis, and things that need to get done in a monthly basis when we're talking about goals. And that would be like some sort of cycle or like on the micro, like on a micro instead of the macro would be like the whole goal, right? Like if your goal is to, let's say, once again, fitness. Um, or let's change this. Let's say you are a consultant, a business consultant, a mar marketer, right? A digital marketer and you have your agency and your goal is within three months get... Uh, let's say, 20 new clients on your agency. So you're going to manage and you're going to think about each month separately. So you have three months and you have to get roughly around maybe six clients per month. So that's your monthly monthly goal. And within that, maybe you want to break that down how many per week and how many sales or sales calls or what type of marketing posts, stuff like that are you going to do every day in order to get there. So you go from the micro to the macro, right? And for this, we use also the Heisenberg matrix because this involves a lot of things, right? What you do running an agency uh, for you know, this example from posting, uh, maybe on your blog, videos on YouTube, a podcast, or whatever you have to do, creating ads, managing them, whatever it is, sales calls, you name it. With this, you have four quadrants on your matrix. On the left, so it goes on the, you know, like the, on the axis, on the y-axis, you're going to have important, and on the x, you have urgent. So if it's something, just let's simplify it. You can Google it so you can get, you know, like a better visual of this. It's really simple. It's just four squares, you know, this quadrant. And the first one on the top left is going to be something that's important but also urgent. So if you have something that's important and urgent, go fucking do it right now. Just don't leave that for tomorrow. Just important and urgent. 
in your to-do list for today. Go fucking do it. First thing of the day, right? Then you have something that's important, but it's not urgent. So plan for that. You're going to plan when to fit that into your schedule. It could be later in the day. It could be tomorrow. It could be during the week. But you're going to plan and set a date, a timeline, again, for that goal or thing that you have to do. Then you have the not important, but it's urgent, right? So that means that's urgent because it's important for someone else, not necessarily for you. So the best thing you could do for that is delegate that. If you have employees or someone who can help you, delegate those tasks to someone else. So you can use your time for the things that are important and urgent or important, but maybe not urgent, but you that are still important to you, right? And the last quadrant is not important and not urgent. So you can just leave those for another day or basically eliminate them, right? Because if those are not really important, they're not really urgent, why would you take even the time or consider the time or take or bother doing them anyway, right? If they're not important or urgent, just get rid of those tasks or goals or mundane things that are just going to be a waste of your time. Because that's importance here. It's prioritize and then organize around those priorities. That's how you achieve your goals in an efficient way. Combine that with the smart goal setting while analyzing the seven areas of importance in your life. Once you figure out how you want to be remembered, once you're gone, cold and gone, and trust me, your life is gonna change. Of course, if that's what you want. If you're happy where you are, that's also fine. You know, that's great. If you don't have any things that you want to change in your life, maybe you're just being naive. Because like I said, there's seven areas of importance in life. And if there's nothing you want to improve, I don't know, man. To begin with, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Let me start by doing that. And there's nothing wrong against you. But this place is about growth and getting better and self-improvement and just becoming the best versions of ourselves. So that's all I have for you today. Um, before I go, before I leave and we end this chapter episode, I'm going to be doing a special promo and offer for everyone who's interested in my six-week program where we're going to apply all of these things and some of the other things that I've been talking about in previous episodes and some of the things that I'm going to be talking on the next episodes, the following upcoming episodes. And this is a six-week program that we're going to start in January because I, love, I know you guys love to start things in January. And I'm going to be giving a 50% off the total cost of my program uh, for what's left of December. So, and also it's limited only to 15 people. That's right, because I don't sell any of those online courses, which are good for, to a certain point and degree. But here's the thing. It's like books. You can read all the books you want. You can take all the courses and certifications. But if you don't actually start doing something and you have someone else who can guide you 
and take you out of the same path you've been going in circles, going round and round, it's, you're not going to apply the things. So that's the problem most of the times, right? Like I said, with fitness and in business and in many of these seven areas of life, relationships, bad habits, all of these things. So that's the key element here. That's an one-on-one coaching once a week. Every session is results-focused once again. So we're going to analyze the goals and the things you have to do that week and how you're going to prioritize and organize your time for that week to make progress in order to guarantee you achieve that goal. So remember, it's a six-week program. It's 50% off. If you're interested in knowing more about this program, you can go to my website, www.silvacoaching.com forward slash six-week program, and you're going to get more insight and apply for this program because, like I said, it's limited to only 15 people. So you don't want to miss that opportunity, do you? All right, guys, that's all I have for you. I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, if you find some value, some insights about this, make sure you subscribe. Please leave a five-star review so other people know this is a badass, badass podcast. Leave a honest review about what you think about this. Are you getting value, insights? It is, if it's just like blah, 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 nonsense, put it in there, right there in the reviews. Let people know. Let people know and share it with your friends and family. All right, remember guys, let's close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Cheers.